Well, good evening. evening. Your presence is heaven to me. And ultimately, when we walk out that door tonight, we want to take the flavour, the presence, the comfort, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ with us to spur us on for another couple of hours, another week, another month, another year, by His grace. I've, uh, I've been thinking about what we're going to speak. I had it bouncing about my head basically all week, and then Graham phoned me and would I speak tonight. And all week I've been thinking about the cloud of witness, the trials of your faith, the hassles we deal with in life, and a lovely godly man just passed away there to the Lord's presence. So that's where my head's been this week, and that's what I want to share with you, okay? But let's talk to the Lord first. Father, we're going to open your word, Lord. The diamonds in the dark places, Father, that we can dig out and take ways. So just continue to be ways in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. When I come in tonight, Graham was on about the clocks getting shifted and it brought to mind about 12, maybe 14 years ago, me and my wife would get the times wrong for going to church and we were sitting, we were watching Revelation TV. Now I don't know if you're familiar with Revelation TV, Howard Condor was one of the main founders of it. So Howard is relatively new in Revelation TV and Howard was talking away about looking for God's blessing, starting up, etc. And I says to my wife, I'm going to phone in and just let them know that we're praying for them and wish them all the best type thing. So I phone's in and lo and behold it's Howard Condor at the other end of the phone. Now Howard's background was he was a drummer into the music scene big time. Uh, Bowie played in one of his bands at one point so that's the level he was at before he found the Lord and he made quite a bit of money when he went over to America recording studio etc but anyway he's a godly man he's driving he's, he's partly running Revelation TV so he says what are you calling for brother and I says eh, Howard you wouldn't know no, I'm calling you for a sign there yeah, you know, it's between Glasgow and Edinburgh, you wouldn't know it. He says, well, contrary to that, Tommy, he says, I was brought up on the Plains Road for the first six years of my life, and my father was the manager in Woolworths and Airdrie Main Street before we moved. <laughs> so I actually called in, oh, I don't know, maybe a year later, I've called in a few times, and uh, right away, you know, that knew, you call that coincidence? Well, you know, I could, I suppose I went on to the phone them tonight and mentioned it would click right away with them, you know. So that's just a wee, a wee intro that, that I wanted to share with you. Uh, when we're prompted by God's Holy Spirit, just to, you know, it's great, you know. Anyway, for the text tonight, we're going to begin into, I would call it God's Kelvin Grove Art Gallery, right? We're going to Hebrews 11, right? So that's the that's where I'll be. I'll, I'll be jumping about a bit, but that's that's my mo- my main text for tonight. 
a wee tiny you look up and I was also thinking my thoughts tonight First Peter verse 7 you don't need to look up it's, it's not that the trying of your faith it's more precious than gold and silver we can't put a value on an individual saying I'm just going to go on with the Lord for another moment another hour, another day regardless of what washing machine of life they've just fallen out of that's the only way I can describe it and years ago when we were going through a heavy duty difficult time in their own lives uh, an old godly man says to me he says Tommy he says the only thing I can say is life's like that patchwork up there I will pour out my spirit but the other side of it at times they're just like a jumbled mess and we don't know life's just like a jumbled mess but that's the side heaven sees and that's the side when we leave this world that's the side we'll see when our Lord shows us right this is why he's went through what he went through this is why this happened so I find that very helpful I hope I hope I hope that encourages you. But know that they're trying your faith. More precious than gold and silver. So, Hebrews 11. All I can say is, it's like God's Kelvin Grove. I used to work as a controls engineer. And one of the sites I used to look after was the Kelvin Grove Art Gallery. So I would go around checking out the temperature and humidity at all these priceless works of art and obviously you need to look at the paintings that you're walking around seeing and I'm saying this is brilliant, I'm getting paid for this you know, but it was uh, but that's what, what prompted me I'm saying right, it's, it's Hebrews 11 and I would just like to say there's before we get into Hebrews it's the, the writer, they've steeped in the Old Testament simply because you, when we get into 11 you can see how much he's drawing the examples he's using Christ's high priesthood big time in Hebrews very much a sacrifice once and for all sacrifice and in 1322 it says bear with my word of exhortation putting the stamp on it a word of exhortation a word of encouragement uh, and it's, it's, it's really it's quite so I'm, I'm just going to dip into a few verses and then share now faith is assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen for by it the, the people of old received their commendation by faith we understand the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of the things that are visible by faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain through which he was commended as righteous God commended him by accepting his gifts and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. I'll stop there because I want to, as I'm sharing these words, I want to dip in now to a wee bit of my testimony. I wasn't brought up in a Christian home, far from it. 
eh, very atheistic in my upbringing at a young age I'm the absolute Torag in school I'm robbing, thieving, stealing eh, just a nightmare a nightmare teenager absolute nightmare and but for God's grace if I hadn't came to the Lord when I did I'm really I'm convinced that I would have I would have been either killed somebody or somebody would have killed me. In fact, my mate Les was just reiterating that the other, the other night there when we were driving home in the car that some of my friends had stopped running about with the crowd that we were getting involved with because it was just getting too, really getting really heavy. And some of my friends doing safe, heavy stuff like that. But anyway, they all ended up north. Um, in the oil boom uh, initially I thought they went up for the oil but they were actually running away from <laughs> scrap men they were sort of a one of a word in their ear you know but that, that, so that, that's some of the characters that, that I run about with some good friends some just associates in life as we've all experienced the the faith bit this, this crucial bit where once and for all sacrifice when we go back to Matthew 24 and the Lord says heaven and earth is going to be destroyed and 70 years later we've got the temple utter destruction the, the pivotal bit in history is Christ coming everything in the Old Testament up to Moses Moses' life 40 years house of Pharaoh 40 years looking after sheep 40 years ushering the the children of Israel then seeing the promised land and often share at the point when the disciples say let us build three tabernacles because it's Moses and Elijah standing with the Lord in the Mount of Transfiguration and you know prior to that the Lord says you're not going to enter into the promised land but here, here we, have, we see Moses in God's grace stand with Elijah ministering to our Lord you know what I'm saying uh, not that the Lord needs the Lord did need encouragement because he was in the human body but I just find that a wee, a wee encouraging thing of God's grace and this chapter 11 it's actually 24 times faith or faithfulness is mentioned in roughly about 40 verses and I thought that was quite I'm sure if you Google that and it'll flag up, you know. But uh, I, I found that really encouragement as I was just reading that. I'm saying, goodness, 24 times in 40 verses, the word faith, pleasing God. Without faith, it's impossible to draw near to God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So that, that, that was the main thing, and I was thinking about faithful men. I was thinking about the cloud of witness that's spoken about uh, I've lost the reference but anyway you know the verse that speaks about the cloud in fact it's in verse 12 12.1 therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and, and sin that which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to Jesus the race that's set before us, good works foreordained by God for us to do. The, 
so it was this sort of a cloud of atmosphere and I'm thinking I'm going to share with you Jackie's story a wee bit of it Jackie Boyd predominantly over in the Airdrie area but what a man he got he was 94 I mean he was taking home to be with the Lord and he, I'm sure his, his daughter Norma shared at the funeral that he was 12 when he came to the Lord so that was like 82 years he's in the front line and he was in the front line as a young man a stupid young man Jackie would take us along in deputation along with a few other tow rags get us up to give testimony and Jackie would come come and mop up and just share and he just he was such an encouragement of a man and uh, when the, the young pastor over at Ebenezer he was sharing he says it was that when I went to see Jackie it was like Luke Skywalker going to meet Yoda for this wise old man to share spiritual stuff you know and he shared a wee bit when when Jackie had a pacemaker fitted, he says, Jackie says, blessed are the pacemakers, because they've got batteries that don't need charged, you know, and it, it, that was the type of character he was, you know. So, I can't thank the Lord enough for Jackie. He was involved in the Oatmere preaching in Airdrie for years and years, along with Donkey Donaldson, another great, great man of God who same again would take us along and just be there have a have a have a have a, a laughy and say right go for it tell your stories man. and and it was really good uh, foundational stuff for me the and the amount of times the old mayor I always remember one day I'm saying I'm going to do that old mayor bag of nerves and I would same a bit and one day about I don't know 20, 30 my old mates all comes down and boy was I getting roasted but I've got to say over the piece I would say 80-90% of them came to me and I went to one right, what's the script Tommy and they knew the gospel inside out they knew I wasn't kidding and you can't you can't be half-hearted about walking with God you've just got to go for it and I believe the Lord used me the way I was in character prior to coming to him. I was very much in your face and nothing, nothing moved me. And uh, I believe the Lord used that. Uh, I'm now a bit more refined and sensitive to <laughs> when you speak about it and when no, you know. Sandy will verify that. <laughs> <laughs> They need to say amen. <laughs> but uh, this is this is an atheist that's talking to you now. This was somebody that was saying there is no God. F- brought up uh, only my flashpoint with the Lord was five or six years of age at Goffall School, singing "There Is a Green Hill Far Away," and I'm crying, saying, "What's this about?" I believe that was the Lord touched me for the first time. It didn't stop then a life of chaos, and and within that life of chaos, if I died at that time, goodness knows I, I wouldn't have had much hope out for uh, being with the Lord. But however, I'm where I'm. Nineteen and a half. I've came to the Lord. I've got two kids at this point. 
had four kids by the age of 22 uh, and I may add in this I've got quite a few people you know by faith doing various things and I've got to, I forgot to add my wife's name by faith she's put up with me but anyway I was then thinking of as you do thinking about family friends extended friends and I was thinking about Sandy's dad Graham's grandfather how at the end of his life being involved in ministering in the towers over in Motherwell and Wisher and probably speaking to more people at that block in his life than, than somebody who maybe have walked for the Lord early doors I was thinking about him and I remember in at Lee's Palau and at Glasgow in the 80s and it was Ian Leach Big Donkey was there and Ian Leach basically asked stick up your leaflet if you've heard the Donkey Donaldson or know of him and about half the hall I don't know how many thousand was in the hall half the hall put their leaflet up relating to Big Donkey and you know such a he used to share so often about being the wild man of Gadara but he related that story to himself but I've got to, I've got to share a fella's name Jim Armstrong behind the scenes that nobody will know half the hall could put a leaflet up and say right that's you know they know Donkey Jim Armstrong was a man behind Donkey for the viewpoint of taxing him everywhere Jim's house was open for Duncan six, six days a week seven days a week Nancy was off her head at times just wanting a bit of privacy you know, that's the flip side and I'm sharing because I was there seen it, lived it and and it was through, through Jim working night shift in Honeywells at this point I'm reading my bible as an atheist and bouncing it off the wall saying load of rubbish and I had says a prayer about 15 years of age up the Bluebell Woods we've got to carry out we're going to get tanked up before we hit the town and I'm sitting looking up at the stars saying nah this is and I'm looking at my pals Catholic and Protestant but they're just robbing and thieving the way I am and I'm saying How, how's the way this about this is, this is you know this is too much order here come on I'm an atheist but and the words was shut up Tommy you're talking nonsense gives a bottle of wine so such was the, the culture I was in but that was my quiet prayer Lord if you're there send somebody and I'm 19 and a half and I start working aside Jim Armstrong and we start to talk about the Bible and I went along to the Ebenezer Hall on the Sunday Jim was actually on holiday that week and I couldn't even tell you what the preacher was preaching about all I knew was I wanted to get baptised I thought if I get baptised that was it but anyway that night an old man John White, godly old man led me to the Lord by Romans 10 and 9 or 9 and 10 if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised, God raised him from the dead you'll be saved so that's that's a wee bit of a wee bit of where I'm at and I was listening to uh, Ravi Zacharias he's a brilliant theologian apologetics and he was sharing a wee bit about this man that brought him the Bible that caused him to come to faith in Christ 
Nirafi Zakaraisi Gnoru in the world, check him out on YouTube, he really is some theologian, and he was sharing that this chap that had given the Bible, he thought, even if that's all I have to do for the Lord in my life, that's what I feel. Because of where Ravi Zacharias went, in this man's eyes. And Ravi Zacharias was saying, look, you're here for more than just giving me a Bible. But it's important issues like that, you know, giving that, that man a Bible and where he's at now. Uh, I've got to share with you, yesterday, uh, the boy's friend was there, he's our friend as well, John, was over watching the football together. And obviously, me and John were discussing things of God. And it was we, Erin, my wee granddaughter, later on, she came up to the room, and me and Anne Marie was sitting, she says, she calls me Giggum, her gigs, right? She says, eh, I went down and heard you talking about God. She says, I, I was, and it was nice. She says, but I went back an hour later and you were still talking about God. <laughs> so, you know, things like that. It's nice to follow out into our nearest and dearest. And so, and then, you know, in the faith, the faith bit, I, I was then thinking, dear Alec, Alec Russell as well, and, you know, uh, the... And when I was leaving the, the funeral service on Thursday, as I was leaving, it was Jackie's brother that had sort of a, done the eulogy. And I shared with Jackie's brother, I'm saying, I'm going to tell you a wee verse that your father shared with me as a young Christian, weeks old. It was actually Duncan and Jim. We went down to see Jackie's father. And he shared this with me, the wee squeeze box, he says, I'm going to make out a wee song. <laughs> and he made up this, 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 18. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely in his heavenly kingdom. And that stuck in my mind um, for all these years. And I was actually trying to work out the man's the man's age, he must have been born in about 18, 80, say. And yet, you know, I'm 2017, and somebody born in the 1880s sharing that verse with us, albeit the verse is ancient. But it was, I was just quite amazed at coming over there. And summing up, we've got a faith, we, we, we try to exercise our faith to please God. Within that exercise, we will get hassle. There's no two ways about it. I was thinking about, I was working at Stirling University, the boiler house, and this contractor was in, it was a guy's business, and I had my Bible line, and the, the guy engaged in conversation with me, quite a wealthy man. So he was so warm to the gospel, it was almost like back to the axe, almost persuaded. That's where I felt the man was. And he's a good few hours just sharing the gospel. I mean, I know I was then was watching boilers, so I was there, and that opened the workload. And uh, he was so close, and yet, and I gave him a Bible, I gave him a wee New Testament to take with him. And yet, the next day, if if a pendulum can swing one way, it can swing the other. 
and don't take it lightly when the Lord says folk they can then turn it utter all kinds of evil against you and just give you a right rough time for his name's sake it comes with the terrorism we've no we've no to fear it we've to experience it accept it and realise that's part of being faithful to God and pleasing God uh, we've no suffered heavy duty death in this country yet because I, lo- I was looking at the Martin Luther and the martyrs etc that's been on BBC 4 and covering horrendous times for people and it's still going on today in certain parts of the, country, uh, the world but for tonight I'm just thankful that we're here hell and hearty by God's grace we've got each other we've got his peace We've shared his word. I would exhort you, 1322, I would exhort you to just go through this gallery of faith at your, at your own leisure. And no matter where you are in your faith, at times, the Lord, the disciples are in about the Lord and he says, Are you going to leave as well? And that's a great reply. Where will we go, Lord? You've got the words of eternal life. That's, that's me. I, I've got to end in that note. Where will we go? I've always got the words of eternal life.